Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Welcome to episode number 10. Let's get it. So today is a Thursday. We have snow rolling in. It was Coffee with Barb day. I actually don't feel all that great today and I had to cancel an appointment this morning, which is always kind of annoying for the people on the other end of that, but it is what it is. I did not skip coffee with Barb though, because I don't know how many of those I'm going to get. And it's across the street. I can literally just walk over there. So anyway, uh, I haven't been able to hike as much lately, either weather or schedule, but I was able to go out there a few times and I took some apples with me. And in my mind, if I accidentally dropped an apple in front of a deer and it ate the apple and connected that to me, (laughs) I would not be responsible for bringing food into the place. But it did not happen. So no worries there. I did get to see an eagle, which was really cool. Um, It was kind of fun because the geese and all the ducks were going nuts because that old big beast was a little flying overhead. And it's just always fun. But there was a new woman out there. I don't know who she was or where she came from. But I'm like, I don't know if she knows that this this space belongs to the beard and the crazy deer lady. She did, clearly did not know. But uh, it was a nice hike. And it's like one of my big goals is to have a house with a ton of land where I can just go out and hike and do that. Anytime I want. I talk about it all the time. My girl, Barb, for those of you that might be new, Barb is my 87-year-old neighbor that I have coffee with. She thinks I'm crazy for wanting to live on a bunch of acreage. She's like, girl, I love people so much. I'd live in a grocery store parking lot if I could. (laughs) She thinks I'm freaking crazy. So anyway, that's kind of the fun the fun bit of it nothing too crazy with the hiking now there is a funny sunglass story so I have these sunglasses they're not actually children's sunglasses if I'm being honest I bought them because there was a point where I thought I would become a distance runner oh what it's pretty damn funny I actually I think it was shortly after I quit my job I was feeling all motivated I was feeling all empowered and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to become like a speed distance runner. And for those of you that don't know me, um, let's just say it's a stretch. I actually one time went jogging in my neighborhood and somebody thought I needed help. So a distance speed runner is a hell of a stretch, which is so funny because I love to do some extreme stuff as far as in my head. So I literally, this is so freaking funny. I totally forgot about all this. I bought all this gear. You guys, I bought freaking aerodynamic. <laughs> I bought aerodynamic sunglasses. Are you shitting me? What was I thinking? Oh my God, it's so funny now. And I bought whatever, all the gear. And I literally, I had like researched how do you train to distance run? And I had all this bullshit. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I went to this park and I think I ran like 12 steps and I go, yeah, not for me. But I kept the sunglasses, which are ridiculous because they're tiny and they genuinely look like children's sunglasses. 
And it's just kind of one of those things. I actually might have talked about that and talked about that on here. I don't know. It's just one of those things I don't really give a shit about. I never really think to buy new sunglasses. And so anyway, the other day I wanted to load up on some books. So I went to the Goodwill and I like to buy my fiction books at the Goodwill. Um, and I just do this like random. I just open a book, read a page. If it's exciting, I buy the damn book. Um, but as I was checking out, I noticed a pair of glasses and I'm like, oh, I'll just grab these. And the ladies, I said something like, yeah, I got to get rid of my children's sunglasses. And she's like, ma'am, these are prescription glasses. And I said, oh, good Lord, I am such a mess. So I put those back and then I just grabbed the only pair of sunglasses they had. A buck 75 or something. I'm like, oh, this is going to make a funny, a funny little Insta story. And went to my mom's later and she's like oh my god these sunglasses are so nice and I was like uh two dollars and I kind of laughed because I thought she was teasing me she's like no these are really nice and they ended up being Oliver Peoples sunglasses I think that was the brand but anyway they're like three to four hundred dollar sunglasses and they pretty much are brand new so I got to upgrade from my aerodynamic running sunglasses <laughs> Oh my God, I'm such a mess. I got to upgrade from those to whatever, these Oliver People sunglasses. Why did I tell that story? Huh, I don't know. I don't know what my point was, but there's the sunglass story. And anyway, so I love going hiking, but the interesting thing is in order to go hiking at the ideal time, and by ideal time, I mean when the deer are out and the people aren't, I pretty much end up in rush hour traffic, which is funny because it's kind of the benefit of working from home. You don't have to get into traffic. So anyway, I actually drive further to go hiking than I have ever driven to go to work. But I freaking love it. It's totally worth it to me. And I was super annoyed the other day by the traffic. And I go, wait a damn minute. This is not that bad. Back when I used to travel with my last job. So we would fly wherever the hell we're going. If if we were going to visit clients and not like a trade show, we would fly in typically by ourselves, rent a car and do the whole thing. And California was in my territory. And so I would do this John, I would fly into the John Wayne Airport, which is my favorite airport. I actually ran into I've run into several celebrities there. I ran into on the Housewives. Um, oh, her name was Jesus Jugs. <laughs> her name was Jesus Jugs on the show. What was her name? Oh my God, her and her husband. I ran into them at baggage, the baggage claim area, and then I ran into that redheaded wrestler girl. I don't know her name, and I'm sure there was somebody else. But anyway, so I'd fly into John Wayne. I would meet with my clients that are there in Orange County, and then I would drive all the way up north to a place called Lompoc. I, and I'm, you guys know my memory is horrible, but I think it's like normally two and a half to three hours. And it's actually a beautiful drive up the Pacific Coast Highway. You got to go through Santa Barbara, Malibu. It's freaking gorgeous. It's a hell of a drive, though. Um... And so Lompoc is like a prison town. Huge client there, though. I'm sure they they were out there because 
They got very inexpensive building, uh, got a very inexpensive building because nobody wants to live out there. And I remember there was like one hotel. It was a nice enough double tree. And I Googled places to eat in Lompoc the first time I was out there. And one of the Yelp reviews said, if you're unlucky enough to find yourself in Lompoc for dinner, the best of the worst. And I was like, here we go. Here we go. So it was an interesting little place. Um, Great client, though. A really fun gang out there. But the way it worked is if, for those of you that haven't been to L.A., if you hit L.A. around like 2.30 to 7.30, it's hell on earth. And I'm not talking like people driving like bats out of hell. I'm talking parking lot. Like you're not moving. And so (laughs) it was always a problem. It's like I would meet with my client from whatever. So they would usually want to meet from like 9.30 to 11, which puts me in L.A. at the worst possible time. But... What else do you do? It's literally you either just drive into the dragon's belly or you just sit on the side of the road and wait for 17 hours. (laughs) You know, it's six of one, half dozen of another. So it is just painful. And so anyway, I was out there and I was going to have dinner with a friend of mine that lives out there. He lives in Long Beach. And I was like, okay, we'll have dinner whatever night. And I'm like, I should get back to my hotel around, let's see, whatever, five, which was giving my, I gave myself like six hours. So I was like, I'll be, I'll get to my hotel around five. And so I drive in and sure enough, I get into LA and it starts slowing down and then it starts crawling and then it just starts stopping. And y'all, I'm talking like people legit watching television shows and shit in their car because we're not moving reading books the people that live out there have fully adjusted to this lifestyle they're like they have little walks in their car they're whipping up meals and shit I'm kidding about the walk part but it is crazy and so I I've been out there times where I like almost started crying because I so desperately needed to get out of the car and I honest to god one time thought about exiting and just renting the first hotel room I could find renting a hotel room you don't rent what <laughs> about just getting the first hotel room I could find and just staying the night there paying for it personally and then going to get my stuff later but anyway so I'm driving through LA and like a genius I remember that Waze W-A-Z-E just came out with an app and I thought oh my god I'm gonna totally use it it's an app that helps you find shortcuts and I do remember that there had been a there was like a story on the news about people in LA were super annoyed because everybody started using that app and so the neighborhood started getting all crowded and crazy and so I thought oh my god it must really work <laughs> so, oh my god I pull this app up and I'm like it says shorter route found exit 30 feet or whatever and I'm like oh my god there's the exit golden this is phenomenal because this is a parking lot so the exit's pretty slow traffic's barely moving and I get off that exit and I pull onto the street and I'm like oh god what have I done (laughs) 
I thought the highway was a parking lot. This was a shit show of cars, road construction, buses. I'm like, where in God's green earth am I? So I navigate around as best I can. And I sat through one stoplight, I think 11 times. There was so much traffic. I just sat there. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I have been in this probably less than a mile space since I exited the highway for close to an hour. And I'm like, oh God, this isn't even a safe place to pull over. You can always tell pawn shops, no gas stations, and a ton of homeless people. You can always tell. So anyway, call my friend up and I said, hey, might be a little late for dinner. And he's like, he's like, where are you? And I go, I have no freaking clue. He's like, well, like, what crossroads? I said, dude, I have no freaking clue. I just follow GPS. And he said, well, tell me some things you see. And I go, well, I see a bunch of tents, a bunch of homeless people. And I think it was the L.A. River. And he's like, oh, dear God, what have you done? He's like, he said, lock your doors. Don't get out of your car. And we're not having dinner tonight. There's no way you're going to make it back in time. And uh, he was not kidding. It was brutal. Brutal. I think I ended up getting back to my hotel. I mean, I want to say it was like 930. It was crazy. Maybe 830. And I just went, got two drinks from the bar to go, dinner to go. And I sat in my room and re reevaluated my entire life. <laughs> I was like, what in the hell have I done? And he's like, no, you cannot use that app here unless you know this area. And I forget the name of the place. But I it was downtown LA, a complete shit show. I think the Staples Center was down there because it seemed like something was going on. But anyway... That traffic out there is just a freaking nightmare. And I I don't know. I mean, the only way I would ever live out there is if I, like, never had to leave. Ever. That traffic is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Even though the weather's great. I'd have to live on the water and be able to, like, swim with dolphins every single morning in order to feel good about that situation. <laughs> So anyway, it just kind of reminded me of how crazy traffic, crazy, crazy, crazy it is out there. And it's funny when I first got that job, I thought everyone talked about how crazy the traffic was because everybody drove so fast. Good Lord. That would be a dream. It'd be a dream. It's brutal. All right, y'all. This is the Coffee with Barb segment, and I'm going to give you a fair TV mature audience. I guess it's not TV. TVMA, so this is going to be PMA, Podcast Mature Audience. Seriously, no kids. If you're conservative and easily embarrassed, don't listen, although it's freaking hysterical. <laughs> it's so funny. It's going to be so hard to tell the story without laughing. So anyway, I get over to Barb's. It's, of course, like sleeting a little bit, not much. And get there at the same exact time as Winnie. Barb looks super cute. She's a little vest on. Her little cute little 90s business clothes. <laughs> um, pretty quickly. What did we talk about right at first? I don't remember. God, my memory, you guys. I don't remember exactly what we talked about at first. But it will come to me. So anyway. Winnie says, let me tell you what I got into last night. And I said, oh, really? 
and she's like, oh, on TV. She said, couldn't sleep. Winnie, again, for those of you that might be new, I think Winnie's like 72, 3, 72 or 3. Um, and my girl Barb is 87. And anyway, so Winnie's like, oh, I couldn't sleep. It's about 1 or 2 in the morning. And, you know, I uh, they just have straight cable. No internet, straight old school cable. So she's like, I got up and, you know, I was flipping around trying to find something. She said, oh, my God, this is going to be hard. Oh, my God. So she said, you know, I was flipping back and forth between a show called Dr. Pimple Popper, which, yuck. I don't know how people can watch that shit. I can't. I cannot watch it. I will vomit. And they even make those stupid little pimple games and stuff. So anyway. She said, you know, I flipped back and forth between Dr. Pimple Popper and a show called Stuffed, I think. Stuffed? I go, Stuffed, huh? And she's like, yeah, let me tell you about this story. And she said, oh, my God, you guys. Okay, so she said, there's this woman. She lived alone, and she lived out on a bunch of land in the middle of nowhere by herself. She just had animals and stuff, you know? And... I'm like, is this an infomercial? And she goes, no, no, no. It's like Dr. Pimple Popper, but it's like the emergency room. It's like emergency room stories. It's all real. And she said, oh, I said, okay. And she said, so anyway, she lives out there. And she goes, <laughs> she says, all out there by herself with some animals. And I'm like, where is this going? And she said, now, I don't know much about sex toys. But I don't even know, are they all called dildos? Doesn't matter what they look like? Or is that a certain type, depending on the texture and stuff, you know? And I'm like, I was like, oh my God. I look over at Barb and she looks, she looks, she has the look on her face that she had when I asked her what she would do. She found out her husband was her brother. She is shocked, like totally like, oh dear God. And I like could not stop laughing. And she said, well, anyway, she goes, this girl, what she did is she went and got herself this really long. (laughs) She went and got herself this really long thing. And I don't know what the hell they call it. You know, I don't I I don't even understand. But I know it had a bunch of weird things on it. It was almost like a sphere. You know, it would get bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller. And Barb is straight confused. And. I I said, I have no idea what you're talking about, but we can pretend. And she said, well, you know, this woman's out there all lonely. And she ends up, you know, getting a little frisky with herself and gets it stuck. And she's like, I cannot believe I'm saying this on a freaking podcast I'm putting into the world. But it is too funny not to share. She said, you know, she ends up getting it stuck up there and she's out there all by herself, you know, and Barb is horrified. I swear I would give money to have video of Barb's reaction to this whole thing. Um, I said, oh, dear God. And she's like, yeah, she must have been embarrassed or something because she left it up there for five hours. Y'all left it up there. And Barb, her face is like eyes are like terrified. Her mouth is open. <laughs> And, um, so 
you know, she ends up going to the emergency room and they're like, well, we're probably going to have to sedate her because we could do damage if we pull this out of her. And she goes, as it turns out, you guys. And at this point, Winnie's leaning over. She's full arms flailing, fully into this story, loving the shock factor of it all. And she said, as it turns out, it was not where you thought it would be. It was in the rear. And Barb goes, oh, now could she? Barb said, said, oh, my goodness. Now, could she not feel that it was in the wrong place? And when he's like, now, Barb, am I going to have to explain everything to you? She said, there are some people, there are some people that actually like it, you know? And uh, what she does on her own land, who knows? And Barb, without missing a beat, looks over at me and says, raises her eyebrows and says, is this why you want your land so bad? And I'm telling you, I literally almost vomited. I laughed so hard. I already did not feel great. <laughs> And Barb's wit, I'm telling you, her brain barely had time to register what Winnie said. And she turned and looked at me and didn't miss a beat. And I was fucking dying. So then uh, Winnie goes, so they had to sedate her. You know, they got to get that big old thing out of there. They had to sedate her. And apparently, and it's a very animated, apparently there are two different things up there. I didn't know that. I thought we only had one. She goes, honestly, I haven't fooled around that much with it. I don't know. She's like, I don't know what's going on up there. But anyway, they had to sedate her, I guess, to take it out. It's not to cause any harm to whatever. And I cannot tell you how hard I laughed. So Barbara, it's weird calling her Barbara. Barb was like, terrified by the story and she's like now would did she actually let them show her face and when he's like uh yeah not only did she show her face they interviewed her about it and I was like oh my god her poor kids her poor kids must like oh did I see her mom on that show <laughs> right I said can you imagine that her kids like at school and they're like oh my god I think we saw your mom on this emergency stuffed show and can we talk about the name of the show (laughs) and when he goes oh my god michelle do you think she has kids and a husband if she did she wouldn't be shoving a bunch of weird shit in weird places oh my god oh my god you guys i probably should have saved this part for the end because it is it cannot be beat. Oh, so, so freaking funny. My face is so red right now. I cried. I mean, I literally bawled. I was laughing so hard. Um, and Barb just terrified. So Barb, Barb was so confused, had so many questions about it. And Winnie did a great job of educating her. And Barb said, well, I'll tell you one thing. I watched the Carol Burnett show and when he goes, well, my God, Barb, that's why you don't have a damn clue about what's going on anymore. That show hasn't been on for decades. <laughs> but Barb never watched it when it was live. So it's technically all new episodes for her. So anyway, those two. 
And I have to tell you, I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go today, but I'm so glad I did. And what else did we talk about? Oh, boy, we got into politics. We talked about Ukraine and Russia. Um, and it's a divided house. Uh, it's a divided house, and they get real fired up. Real fired up. Barb is hardcore fighting her to plead her case. Winnie's hardcore fighting to plead hers. And Barb rarely gets riled up. But, man, when she does, she does. And every now and then, like when she's going at it with uh, Winnie about whatever politics are talking about, she'll look over me and give me this old wink to let me know that they're not actually going to get into a fist fight. They're just fight, play fighting, which is so funny. <laughs> oh my God. It's so fun. So funny. Um, what was the other thing we talked about? Oh, there's a little church drama. Oh, we talked a lot about food. Barb loves food. Winnie's annoyed by Barb's love of food because she really genuinely cares and wants Barb to cut back on the sodium and all the things. And Barb's like, look, I'm not going to die miserable. Um, and so we talked about going out to eat in different restaurants. And Winnie talked about a few restaurants she had gone to and how, eh, wasn't so great. This was okay, but not that. And Barb's like, well, my God, you'd think you'd stop eating since you can't ever find a good thing to say about any of these places. you think you'd just stop going out. She got all offended because Barb's the opposite. She can find something she loves anywhere. Um, but I guess her sister, Barb's sister, is in charge of food at the church. And so she'll go out and buy all the food. And she like, they have dinners, I think, every Wednesday night. And so she manages a lot of that. And I think her sister's actually older than she is. And Winnie said, well, what are you going to do when Torchy retires from that? And Barb said, oh, I'm going to stop going to church because I'm not doing it. And then she shared the story about a guy that works up there. We'll call him Bob. He, I forget his actual role up there. It's a volunteer position. He's not paid, but he refuses to give it up. Like he isn't actually a paid employee, but refuses to stop doing it. It's almost like the guy in, uh, office space is that the name of that movie the stapler guy anyway but he's super critical of everyone so like they had the big meal and he said uh nice of you to bring dessert would have been nicer if you put a little more attention into the lines you cut or into how you cut the pieces or something like that he basically critiqued her way of cutting the dessert and barb said yeah you'll say hey good morning bob and he'll go mm. Mm. he just always grunts he's just very miserable and I said has he always been like that or did something happen that made him like not so happy with life anymore and she goes oh no he's always been miserable and he's always had that job and he's always held on to it <laughs> oh my god I just love it oh, we laughed so freaking hard today every now and then it gets crazy like that and I cannot contain myself it was beyond beautiful to watch and Winnie's late night television often gets us into some murky water often it does because she stumbles onto some shady shit because apparently infomercials are still a thing on cable television who knew can they possibly be effective who how many people even watch those other than my girl Barb well or Winnie and Barb said she's been getting porn promos in the mail. Like, what are people doing? Um, 
Anyway, very funny day. Very funny. They both seemed really well. Barb was tip top of her game. Sharp, quick, freaking hysterical. Um, did not miss a freaking beat. I wanted to add another bit here, but I think it's too... I've set the bar too high with the Barb story. (laughs) There's not a whole lot I can add here. So I'm just going to call uncle on where I am now. Um, Although the house next to Barb has already... It's already pending. So we'll see what, what she gets. But anyway, I hope you got a kick out of this. I hope it wasn't too offensive. I really debated on whether or not to share. And I decided that I would because YOLO. And yeah, so hope you enjoyed it. If you did, rate it, review it, share it with a friend, do your thing, and drop me an email if um, if you have any suggestions, questions, or even questions for Barbara Winnie. So fun. <laughs>